A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thanks to Thrive Market for supporting the morning stream. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easier and affordable for everyone. Join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries at thrivemarket.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, single syllable suck it. Late spaghetti dreams. Star Trek is my 19th favorite Star Wars. What the food truck? <laughs> Slapping the bantha meat. I don't like angry zebras. Mara Jade, like Mara Jade, no Mara Jade. A custom barn for one's giraffes. Commit to the hat. Bunker Ho makes the food truck go. Rag ringing humidity. Calm down, Steve. A match made in Fargo. And now with sports, Tom Merritt. Personally interacting with zebras with randy and more on this episode of the morning stream well uh i get uh, knocked down uh but uh you know uh, i i get up again man you are a robot the morning stream You have chosen poorly. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the morning stream for Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. I'm Scott, and that's Brian. Hi, Brian. Hi, Scott. Hello. Hey, man. <laughs> I slept so bad last night. Don't know what's up. I think I really? maybe ate spaghetti oh. too late, you know, one of those deals. Mm, yeah. Ate later than usual because I had a, a Stephen show. I was on Stephen's show and they went really long. Oh, right. Yes. So I was like, oh, I got to eat. I'm starving. And I ate uh, this really great spaghetti Kim makes with chickpea noodles. It's not real pasta. It's made out of chickpeas. Mm. And it's very good oh, alternative. Oh, that would be way better for you. Like low, way, way lower on the carbs, right? Oh, way lower. Yeah, yeah. And they're, you know, yeah. they're, they're a bean, a legume. So they're, <laughs> they're good, right? good yeah. for, the, the, for the fiber and the whatnots. Anyway, sure, sure. Uh, did that too late, I think. And it just... Kind of effed me up. In fact, it led to this horrendous dream I needed to tell you about that you were involved with. Oh man, God! Is there is there a way I can opt out? Can I can I unsubscribe nope. from your dreams? Nope, you're in it for to win it. This is it. You're part of it now. There's no getting around retire. It. Uh, casting from auditioning <laughs> it's usually a bunch of strangers so when my dreams involve people i know i always have to tell uh the tale so here's how it went you and i were running yeah. a food truck okay uh you were you were the <laughs> chef type dude because the only reason i say this is in this you were wearing one of those comically tall chef hats oh yeah the actual white hats that look like a little souffle at the top yeah and it was too tall because we're in a little tiny truck and I 
<laughs> and you were like rubbing it against things, always dip, dipping your head, and you wouldn't. You refused to take it off. There was some tone in the in the dream that was Brian's not taking that hat off. You no matter what yeah. you tell him, wearing the hat. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He's keeping the hat on listen, no matter what. Listen, when I commit to a hat, Scott, as we all know, mm-hmm. I, I stick to the hat. Yeah. Now that isn't that weird, you know, Brian. Right. Strange right. hat, food truck. It's not that weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, here's where it starts to get weird. I'm there. And my job is mostly serving everybody, like handing the food to them. We'll get to the, sure. what the food is in a minute. Taking orders and... Sure, and all that. And you're just sort of walking around, yeah. making sure all the base ingredients are good. And again, that'll sound even weirder when I tell you what we're serving people. But I'm in an upper body cast. So <laughs> waist up to my neck. And then my arms are also in a cast. They're out like this kind of T-pose style. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I have to again the comically like the uh, the stereotypical. I I fell off the the side of a an awning or a building onto an awning, but still broke the upper half of my body. It totally, and, uh, yeah. It's like every old seventies slapstick comedy you ever saw, and I was right, I was right. uh, unable to serve them with anything but my feet. So I had to serve food with my feet. <laughs> okay, so, so that's right. not good. That's also pretty weird. Now here's the here's where things get really weird. Our, this is where it gets right. Okay. Our entire menu was an assortment of mud sandwiches. <laughs> so sandwiches with mud. That's it. There's just bread and mud. Just, just bread and mud. Yeah. Uh, and it was a big menu, but at the end of the day, I was just handing mud sandwiches to people with my feet <laughs> over the <laughs> over the you know the hole in the dr- side of the truck, just kind of like giving people food with my with my weird freaking feet. Wow. And then this whole time. We would do a bunch of this and serve a bunch of this, and then we'd move to the next place. And we had a driver who was just told, like, you would go, all right, next stop. And you'd go, take off. And then we'd go to the next stop. And his name was Bunker Ho was the name of our driver. <laughs> Bunk, Bunker Ho. So you'd say, Bunker, Bunker Ho. Ho, to the next stop. It's interesting. Hit the gas. Because usually, usually, you know, the because you don't need to drive and serve food at the same time, usually like either the chef or the person who takes the money is going to be also the driver of the food truck. But we yeah. are we are so efficient mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah. that basically on the way to the next location, we are prepping food while well, I'm prepping food, mm-hmm. cast boy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I'm serving it with my feet. Ready. Yeah. 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 So Interesting. Okay. here's right. here's what's funny. The idea of a well, I think it's funny. The idea of a of a dedicated food truck driver who, like you say, normally you'd drive it because you run yeah. the truck. Yeah. Nope, we had a guy on standby, and his name was Bunker Ho, and that dude was ready to rock anytime you needed him to hit the gas and get out of there. Uh, well, you know, with you in a cast, maybe you normally you would be the driver. Oh, let's face it, you wouldn't be the driver. No, I don't want to be the driver. Kim would make me drive or make herself drive because I'd make her sick right. if I drove. Right, exactly. So this guy, uh, here's what's weird too. Never saw his face, so I don't know what this driver looks like. But driver, he would always, we don't know what Bunker Ho looks like. No, but you would go Bunker Ho next stop, and he would go, <laughs> yep, like that, yep, <laughs> and then hit the gas and drive. Is that weird? That is oh yeah that's weird Scott I mean uh, there's uh, nothing about that that isn't weird mm. to add on to the weirdness yeah uh, because you know we went to Puzzle Pint last night I rode my bike down to to uh, Westfax Tavern which is a couple doors down from the not yet open Casa Bonita yeah um, hinting at possibly a December 2022 opening oh all right. um, it's not too bad so not not too bad but not not that soon but you know sure. hang, hang on to your butts folks it's yep. coming. Um, but 
there was a food truck outside of this uh, this this uh, brew pub, and they had a big menu. None of the items were mud, uh, and fortunately, <laughs> nobody served with with feet. Yeah, good. But uh, it was a really really large menu. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Uh, but it's weird that I, you know, ate from a food truck uh, the night that you dreamt about oh, working yeah. in a food truck. Yeah, yeah. Who, I, we didn't coordinate this at all. In fact, the only knowledge I had of this is you sent me a photo of Casa Bonita in the background, and then that was it. I didn't. Yeah. But you didn't see a food truck in the foreground or anything like that. No. Like, there was no way you could have known that I was going to be eating at a food truck. The first food truck I've eaten at in probably, I don't know, uh, three, four weeks, oh. whenever it was that I did that uh that fish and chips that a listener recommended. The, oh, uh, yeah, the one I on missed the on the 12th. I was supposed to go and yeah. forgot about it, it. It came back and we didn't realize that it was back at that same location. I told Tina, oh, my God, let's just forget what we had planned for dinner tonight. Eat there. And yeah. we couldn't because we'd already been thawing some some uh, chicken to use. But Do you have a place around? Like, we have a place up the street uh, who occasionally... Not a place. It's like a pad of, of dirt, and a bunch of park a car or excuse me, food trucks will come and just park there mm-hmm. for like a Thursday night, and then that's like food truck night, and we all everybody can truck down there and get whatever they want. Is that a thing you guys ever have? Or I, I don't know why we do this. It seems like an odd thing to have in my um, neighborhood. I don't know. I mean, number one, it's it's you're supporting you're supporting the little guy directly supporting the little guy as opposed to a chain. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's true. Because it's a food truck, you're they're not having to pay overhead, so the money like they're basically able to offer um, food at a, but maybe a reduced price than you'd have to pay in a restaurant. Sure. And they're getting all the profits themselves. Like it's you know, I think that's I think it's great. You know, if the if the food quality is good, then yeah, I'm all for this. There is. Um, down the bike path about two minutes like i can get there on bike i can be there five minutes from from my house Mm. um uh, probably driving about the same because i'd have to go all these other roads to circumnavigate around where this place is sure but it's a colorado tap house and they um they have food trucks there i want to say like four nights or five nights a week oh my gosh that's a lot um they yeah and it's a great like they just built this thing um I'm going to open it up here and take a look. Colorado Tap House. So it's like a, they it just right open their parking lot to food trucks and say, come on in and let's go. They've got a, no, they've actually got a, a special area that they have room for two food trucks in front of them mm. or, you know, in, one in front of the other. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, so today is Flavor of Tabasco. <laughs> so it's a uh, okay. Mexican, uh, um, tacos empanadas uh it's funny uh flavor of tabasco serves always fresh always homemade cuisine including tamales tacos empanados tacos quesadillas and more probably more tacos (laughs) i think they focus on the tacos is my thinking they're really really pushing the tacos and then tomorrow is uh a place called lucky bird which is hand breaded chicken tenders fried chicken sandwiches wrapped salads and sweet potato waffle fries made in-house this this place so like and, and again you know that's a a Wednesday and a Thursday. Obviously, they're going to have Friday, Saturday, Sunday food trucks as well. Usually two on Friday and Saturday nights. So that sounds really yeah, good. It's, um, <clears throat> I'd check that out. Mm-hmm. We had that great. We have a chain. Well, it went from little guy to now big chain. But this cup bop uh, food truck used to be the bomb. It was like Korean rice bowl, kimchi, chicken, beef, mm. um, various hot sauce stuff. Amazing bowls. They were incredible, and they got really popular very fast, this food truck. Yeah. And you always knew it was around because it was bright yellow and uh, had this big black logo on it. It was really like easy to see. Anyway, they did so well. Now they're everywhere. We got, in fact, 
within walking distance, a, like two of these. We have a cup pop uh, that I just saw a couple weekends ago downtown. It's oh, not man. in a full-on restaurant space. It's its own little little stand in the middle of the walking mall, but uh, the pedestrian mall. But um, it was closed. Otherwise, I would have said, hey, Tina, let's get some cup pop. Yeah. It's nice to see hear they're expanding so much. They're doing really well, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mark Cuban owns part of it now? Are you kidding, KT Data? That's crazy. Wow. They were on Shark Tank? I didn't know that. This is news. That's cool. Well, anyway, get them. Get the level three spicy. You go much higher, oh, you're, <laughs> you're going to feel that later through the outpipe, if you know what I'm saying, Brian. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Uh, so what's 52nd Avenue? There is one here in close to Arvada, Scott. Go that, get it. I uh, didn't even know about this. You got to go Korean get it. Korean barbecue in a cup. Um, you got to do it. You got to do where it. Where is this location? Where, 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 where? Okay. Oh, I know exactly where that is. Yeah, you got it. Oh my it. god, you, that you, is so damn close. You should get it. It's not. It's well. It's like you know. There's things in there. Rice is obviously high carbs, uh, but the uh, the rest of it's you know it's like cabbage and you know meat. I guess there's some kind of spicy uh, mayo type thing in there. So you want to, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it'll fit your bike riding regimen for the month. But <laughs> Well, if I get really brown good. rice, I imagine they have a brown rice option. That's a little bit better. But the um, it looks like this place is, is is a combo. Cup bop, Korean barbecue in a cup, and ramen 930. Oh, that sounds all right. What a combo. How will I decide what I want to get? Because it's like I want both of those things. Yeah, you got to get both. Brian, both, I want both, both of them. Yep, get both while you're there. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah, I know exactly where this place is, and uh, now I will uh, go there and consume this food. That's fantastic. Hey, you guys, guess what? It's time for us to call Brian Dunaway. <laughs> yeah, you know it. You love it. Here it is. Where? Why won't it play? Oh, there we go. Hey, look who it is. Brian Dunaway joining us as he does every Monday and Wednesday. Today for Ted Pooley Feud and a chance for a lucky caller to win some prizes. Hi, Brian. How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. How are hi. you guys? Good, man. Good, man. How are you? Do it fantastic. If uh, if we could just take the humidity down just a little bit. If somebody sure. could just go out there and take a rag, just kind of hold it in the air and then bring it and then wring it out and just if they could do that a couple of million just times and get that humidity repeat. yeah yeah you just <laughs> yeah, want that down a little Thanks, little tiny bit that'd be that'd be all you need all right yeah just just everybody go outside hold your towels up until they uh until they're soaked and then go uh wring them out well yeah. let's, let's see if we can we get that this. done for you that's fantastic let's also find out who's on the line <clears throat> waiting very patiently for us hi who's this good morning hey this is steve from kentucky well hello steve from kentucky how are things in kentucky <laughs> Really hot and humid. Yeah, calm, like calm down. I mean, calm down. Steve. I know that guy. Like, this uh, Stephen guy ooh. is full of of energy. Uh, whatever, man. Agreed. I like it. It's it's the Kentucky way. I've been watching Kim. Uh, I yeah, should say Kim is, is but yeah. Kim is rewatching uh, Justified. And um, every time I watch that show, I think of all my friends in Kentucky who are probably nothing like any of these characters on the show. Uh, but yeah, uh, probably not. yeah, I really like it though. I want to come up to some of your haulers as they call it mm, you know there you go oh yeah, yeah. where you go up there and you yep 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 you get the meth and the uh 
Yeah. That's what the food trucks serve in the Kentucky Hollers. Yeah, is, uh, they got the meth mountain. trucks. Yeah, they're yeah. famous up there. Meth and Mountain Dew, and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's normal. It's common stuff. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. We're going to play a game, try to win you some prizes if possible, and uh, Brian here is going to explain all the rules. Brian, how's it work? I will. It's time to play the Tadpooly feud. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that those Tadpoolers gave us. It's uh, Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Now, Steve, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if you and your partner wins, you will get a prize package that includes the prize we were not able to give away last week, which is City Skylines and all that damn DLC. So much, so much <laughs> DLC. I can't even name all that DCL, but DLC, but I'll try. After Dark Put Man's Friends, Sunset Harbor and Park Life. I guess yeah, it's just go, those four. It's not too bad. It was, really, it was actually really quick, yeah. naming all that DLC. It's not bad at all. Yeah. yeah. It's an amazing wow, package, yeah. though. It's the greatest city builder it's of all time. such a great game. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. Really good. Uh, all right. Well, let's give you guys your topic. We're finally into the uh, the new batch of questions. And holy cow, uh, the Tadpool really came through with, with providing their answers, really, uh, um, you know, giving responses. 765 of you, or at least... Wow. Or at least... A large portion of you got in and maybe entered twice. I don't know. There were some suspicious misspellings that I seemed to find all the way through that, hmm, well, I wonder if one person just went and like loaded the, loaded the, uh, the, the deal. Impossible. Uh, yeah, nobody right. would ever do that. Uh, and then nine of you, for whatever reason, couldn't even bother to, be, to come up with an answer to what is possibly the easiest question we've ever asked on uh, Tadpooly Food. Great. So, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, put your hands on your buzzers and give me your answer to this. Now, remember, this encompasses everything, including books and video games and all that stuff. Uh, TV, movies, etc. Okay. Um, you know what? I'll just say... I'll just say all entertainment. Yeah, all entertainment. All okay. right, all okay. entertainment. Okay, cool. All right, I like all entertainment. Hands on your buzzers. Give me your answer to this. Which Star Wars did it better? Oh, <laughs> Scott, oh. did it better? Um, I'll just say uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. All right, show me the Empire Strikes Back. Number one. Yeah, number one answer. People uh, do love that episode five, of course. What Star Wars did it better? Which Star Wars did it better? That's is a the, weird question. <laughs> that's the way somebody submitted their question. I said, yep, let's yeah. just go with it. <laughs> I mean, isn't this basically, this is just going to come which, down to who's... Yeah, what's the, best, what's the best iteration of Star Wars that we've got? All right, well, now that I am teamed up with Steve, Steve, there's a chance here that because Brian's making this big deal about how it covers everything, video games, TV, movies, right. all of it. Do we want to... Should we get Mandalorian out early? feels like that's strong. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was going to say. All right, let's do it. Steve and I all agree. Right, We're right. going Mandalorian. <laughs> Show me the Mandalorian. <laughs> Number three. All right. Very yeah. nice. Um, <laughs> wow, not two. That's interesting. Not two. Uh, what do you think, Steve? What's What jumps out at you? What about just episode four? Name episode Ray four. Oh, I like that. Uh, Brian Brian Dunaway introduced me to a song yesterday called My Name is Steve. Have you heard this, Brian? It's called <laughs> My Name it? is what Steve. Is 
It's I think my it's, name is Steve. I am Steve. Uh, or I am Steve. Yeah, I am Steve. Yeah. Yes. It's the weirdest. I can't get it out of my head. And then you just brought it up again. Fantastic. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard this song, Steve, about your namesake, but you should check it out. It's pretty great. Yeah, no. uh, anyway, let's say, yeah, episode four feels like s- smart talk here. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Show me, you know, that, that first one, that first one that wasn't called episode four, New Hope, until uh, later on. Sure. Nice. <laughs> it was number two. Number two. Well, yeah, these are two. the good low-hanging fruits. Also, the, yep. they're, they're yeah. not great points. Nice wise, points, so. but uh, you're getting them out of the way, right? Oh, man. Let's think what would be. Now's when the rubber meets the road is what's going on here. Yep. Um, when was the survey taken? Yeah. Was when? Do, how, how recent? Um, like within the last uh, three weeks, month. Interesting. Oh, so yeah, you're thinking yeah. Obi-Wan, right? Well, there'd have been some hype right. that three weeks ago, right? Like a lot of excitement. Um, I mean, you know what? That may be some some of the lower or the higher point, but lower list stuff. Let's go for it. Let's, right. say, Obi- Let's say Kenobi. Sure. Let's do sure. it. Show me Obi, 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 as uh, Van would say. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Obi, Kenobi. I'm trying to find it. it, damn it. Where is it? Ah, come on. I know I kept, I mean, obviously I kept this. I'll never let, I'll never... Not have it. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, here he is. Obi, Obi. This is best he's Show got. Show me that. Oh man! Uh, yeah. Oh man! Oh. Even though, even though it had already started, uh, one person said Obi Wan Kenobi. Boo! Which is a bummer because I feel like it deserves a little better than that. It's not, you know. Yeah. Is it yeah. Mandalorian level? No, but well, is it? Uh, it's fine. Is it good. I think it's very good. It's fine. It's fine for what it is. It's Although fine. the it's people, fine. those those bounty hunter guys chasing the girl, they're those guys are broken. Yeah, they don't know how one to note, run. Yeah, they're they're one note villains. But uh, plus, they don't know how I to think, run. I don't think Ewan McGregor is phoning it in. I think he is doing a great job. And um, oh, he's always good. I, he may as well and, be Ray Stussy in this. He's very good. Yeah, and I like the uh, the the things that the things that this sets up in the beginning of Episode Four. That it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Why that would happen? That's like right. That. Plus, uh, is he okay? Sorry, side note. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. He after the end of um, Fargo season three, uh, where he played two roles: his brother yes. uh, Ray yeah. and the other brother, right, Emmett. Uh, he and or him and the and his co-star can't think of her name. Uh, we love her. Three names. Yes, uh, uh, Mary Stewart, Matt, Catherine, no, Catherine, Mary Juniper, Billingsley. What? Wait. Ah, it won't come to me. Anyway. Mary, she was uh, the Stu- Scott Pilgrim's girlfriend. She was uh Yes. 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 Cloverfield Lane. Yes. That's that's the her. That's the her. The yes. thing remake yes. or re- prequel. That's that's her. Yeah. Mary, um, Mary Masterson. No. That's not it. It's it's none of uh, these names. Mary, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Louis. That's it. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. There yes. you go. Anyway, she There you go. Her her and him got together after that. Oh, and really? I wondered if they're still together. Maybe not. Mm. Or maybe I just heard that and it was wrong. Maybe it was never a thing. Because I know that's how... That's My how answer uh, is Clone Wars. Well, that's how Fat Fat Damon and... Uh... <laughs> Fargo is the great, the great matchmaking uh, series in the sky. Yeah, yes. that's true. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. all right. You know what? I feel... Oh, Brian, it's your turn. What are you going to do? Do it. Yeah. Oh, oh. I think you already said it. Are you saying Clone Wars? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Clone Wars. Okay, Clone Wars. <laughs> For the big points. Yeah. Show me Clone Wars. Only because I've been watching it lately. Boo. Number seven. Boo. Yeah. And nice. already, with one nice. question, you take the lead by one point. Yep. Yes! Uh, I'm going to go back to uh, the the uh, 
the Rogue One. I don't see Rogue One on there. Uh, people oh, sure. seem to have a love for it. Uh, and should. it's a it's little great. different. So, yeah, Rogue One. The movie's it's a lot great. different. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Second, Show me the favorite. Rogue One. I can't wait for Rogue Two. Oh, Rogue One, number four in the list. Uh, you're a four. real Rogue One. All right. I'm. Uh, so you keep right. going. You keep going. Yeah, you keep winning. Are you really yeah, want to jump I, in? I, still, see, I, I got the last one, and so I still get to keep <laughs> I want. I want Steve <laughs> to win. Me. That's what I want. I want our listener to win. <laughs> I, think we can, I think we can run the board, to be honest with you. Mm. Um so I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and take a risky one. Um, I I like Rebels. I just don't know if it's gonna be on there. Oh, Rebels okay. is great. Big yeah. Rebels. All right, show me Rebels. Oh, Number man. nine. I mean, you can't have the Rebels without the Mandalorian stuff. I mean, right? You got You got to have all the cross the streams, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. You just jumped to twenty. Jeez, <laughs> twenty. I know. Holy 20. shite. Can I even win? Can we win this? I guess we'd have to get everything, wouldn't we? Yeah, we can run the board. Scott, we can run the board. That guy who complains about the scoring right now is going, See? 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 It's broken. I told you it's so dumb. Some people in the chat, somebody says, I'm not understanding the scoring. Well, that's a long story. Just look at the number in the box and add that. Yeah, add that. Don't worry about the scoring. Don't you worry your head about the scoring. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I'm thinking, uh, surely there must have been some smart asses on our, on this thing, oh, right? Really? Surely in the tadpole? No. Yeah, in the tadpole. Uh, Don't reward them. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, please do. We love them. They're weird. <laughs> they keep it weird, man. Is is episode one on there? I mean, I'm going to be so disappointed if there wasn't at least a high enough ratio of people yeah, to say sure. episode one. Yeah. Sure. I, right. I just okay. can't. Show me Star Wars, episode one, The Phantom Menace. Oh, my God. Yes, you you bastard. did not fail me. You that actually might me. be. That might be the last <laughs> nail in the coffin, I think. Unless we run the board. If we run the board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Run, the, yeah. run the board. Right, yes. Yeah. And you guys yeah. could easily yeah. run this board. Run the board. Yeah, let's run the board. Brian, give it another good one. I'm just going to go Jedi then because, you know, which one Jedi? Oh, Return Jedi. of the Jedi. Yeah, there's, there's multiple yeah, Jedi. Jedi's. There's Last Jedi. There's Return. Oh, of the oh, Jedi. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> I'm not and saying I'm those are good. Episode seven. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith Jedi. Return of. Uh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Okay, you know the sure. Muppet. They, they made that Muppet like movie. You know the one. Eleven, eleven movies. You kind of just named there. All right, show me Episode six, Return of the Jedi. There you go, number five in the list. Yeah, that's a lot of Muppets. God. People love yeah. the Muppets, dude. They love Muppets. They do love they the did. Muppets. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that's kind of worrying me is you did say the all-encompassing um, of of everything, and we've kind of hit TV. We've hit uh, some of the, the, the cartoon <laughs> stuff. Uh, and so then I'm thinking maybe some of the books. So... I kind of think, or, oh, <clears throat> kind of made it. Uh, <laughs> you, heard a, you heard a noise? I will. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, people answered across all media. Did did everything make the top 10? Who knows? Yeah. But oh, people's answers included all, everything okay. across all media. Well, I know, so. I know the books. I know the series of books that I like. So, I guess I better back out of that. Um, we want to win here. We want, we want Steve to win. Uh, yeah, we do. Ah, shoot. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, were, were we still hot on? Uh, nobody liked Boba Fett. 
Not to the point that they said they did it better. I don't know. Maybe they did. I'm going with Boba Fett. I'm going with okay. Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. All right. From the Disney. Right. The Book of Boba Fett. Show right. me the Book of Boba Fett. Ooh, ooh. No, that was a different song. <laughs> it was kind of like that, though. <laughs> yeah. May as well have, because by the... Well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, we've only got two strikes, so we still got four Yeah, more we got plenty of room here. Okay. Answers, yeah. Two answers left on the board and four strikes in which to get them. So I feel like you guys have a really good chance of, of still winning the team from Kentucky's Here's prizes. what I'm thinking here. So uh, a lot of gamers in our crowd. Uh, oh, Knights, there you go. Knights of the Old Republic is a massive, uh, lovely thing. Everyone loves Knights of the Old Republic. Not talking about the Old Republic MMO. Talking about the original Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2. So I'm going to say, let's go with Knights of the Old Republic. Let's say that. Sure. KOTOR. Kotor. Show me Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, come on. Um. <laughs> It was number 14 in the list. Like, it was uh, no. just outside the top 10. Boo! People, yeah. People do like it and, and did uh, did uh, enter that as an answer. It's really good. It Nobody, is really good. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the greatest things ever Star Wars ever did. And they're but, doing a remaster know, of it. Compared to everything else on the board, is it better than, than the other eight better? items? It's pretty it damn better? good. Is it? They are. They're doing a not a remaster, a uh, full on remake of that first game. I'm very they excited. Are, yeah. yeah. And putting it on the Switch. Yeah, the Switch. The Switch. Make sure to undock your Switch. Undock well, the Switch. Since since people were excited about Episode One to get that on there, could the first <laughs> in the third part of this of this reimagining Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker could that be? In I the don't list? know. Are you asking him or are you telling him? So, I am telling you, my answer is <laughs> the rise of the Skywalker. Okay, okay so you see in episode nine, the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, all right. Oh, show me, man. show me episode nine, the rise of Skywalker. No, those movies are poop. Uh, yeah, that was number fifteen. That was actually that was actually right below, or actually it was tied uh, with uh, Knights of the Old Republic. That was that was. Oh, that's right. That was. That was not okay. That was not. You said nine, and you're right. That was nine. That's the one I liked. Yeah, but you're right. I like. Should have said eight. I liked eight too. Eight was controversial, that and was, everyone yeah. said they hated it. But in retrospect, it was the best of the three. <coughs> yeah. Um. Okay. That's also true of the original trilogy. What's with these middle bits, man? I'm telling you, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay. Well, we got one strike left, Steve. What do you think? Does anything just like roll off you and go? Oh yeah, of course. Why didn't we think of that? Well, the uh, with the tadpole thing, the uh, was it the Christmas or holiday special or that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, dude! More, more trolling. You know more what? Trolling. That's yes. that's the ultimate troll. I think the Christmas special is a really good call. Let's go for it. Please be on here. Okay. All right. Show me the. Uh, come on now. It's not a Christmas special. It's the Star Wars holiday special. Holiday special. There you go. Damn it. Number oh. 11, just oh. outside of the top 10. Oh. Yes, yes the, the tadpole did troll on that one and say, oh, no, we want that thing with B. Arthur. And, uh, uh, you know. Wait, was B. Arthur in that? I thought, <laughs> wasn't B. Arthur in that? Or, or who am I thinking of? I don't was know. It was it her? I don't remember. <laughs> I love that it might have been. I know that uh, Harvey Corman was in it. Um, yeah, was, she, of course she was. Yeah. Was she? I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> why? Yes. Why would she put herself through that? Why did she do that? <clears throat> I want to say what art got Art Carney, but there was another like old. Yeah, it was Art Carney. Yeah, Art Carney, B. Arthur, uh, Jefferson Starship. Wait, 
So, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jefferson Starship yeah. was involved. Is that true? Jefferson Starship was involved as well. Yes. Did they oh change gosh. her name just for the special. That's crazy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. There she is. Okay, who did the one where they they're slapping the bantha meat or whatever? Who was that? That was Harvey. That Bay. was Art Carney. The, the, oh, that was Art Carney. Kicking the thing on the uh, uh, on the TV was, I think, Art Carney. Okay. Well, this it's, is. The... You know what? Let me tell you. It's been. 40 years since I've seen it. So, it's really yeah. bad. Yeah. Whatever, whatever it's bad. You know. It's uh, such garbage, you guys. It's so bad. All right. Uh, oh, Harvey Corman was cooking on TV. That's that right. was Harvey Corman. Dude, okay. we, we got to, whatever it takes, we just got to watch it for film sake. Even if we're watching like a, a scungy VHS, VHS tape transfer of it or something. Well, there is a version. It. YouTube has a version that's pretty crappy we could probably watch oh that, that is scary <laughs> yeah but i want that pizza oh, look at that thing no it's bantha meat or something isn't it was oh, it bantha meat that's pizza she well she goes <laughs> that's pizza the hut you got to know how to use the bantha meat i forgot what he says hold on i have this clip hold on bantha yeah here we go this is it i'm going to be using the tenderest cut of the bantha the loin the yeah. loin is very tasty and serves so for nicely yeah, so there that that was Harvey Corman. It sounds like his voice was sped up. That's weird. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I assume it is. I don't know. Yeah, no definitely idea. is. Absolutely is. Yeah. Weird. All right, so <laughs> we're down to we're down to Brian. You got to save the day, dude. Yeah, please. Your your job is to make this all <sighs> it's happen. Down to you. It's kind of middle of the board, so I'm gonna I'm gonna think that maybe the Force Awakens. Okay. All right. Maybe. All right, that show me feels logical, episode doesn't it? seven. Oh, should I say final answer? Is that what your final answer? Uh, yes, my final answer. Yes, right. yes. Show me episode seven, The Force Awakens. Oh, number yes. six. Okay. Now you just have to nail one, dude. Whatever number eight is, if you get this, Steve wins. Mm-hmm. If not, then, then it's your fault, Steve. Then nobody's putting cities in their mouth. Nope. Nope. Cities, uh, city skylines. I think is, solo. Uh, I think solo would be too much of a troll to land anywhere. People actually just really do hate that one. Uh, and mm, what else do you even have for TV? I can't even think. I, yes, I I know, and I wanted to say uh, the the the, uh, the the Thrawn trilogy because the books, but I don't know if that would be enough to. <sighs> Hit there might be so. on there though it might be uh, but do you think maybe the last jedi because it was more recent uh, it's still in people's heads <laughs> i don't know i had that cool salt last planet. jedi all right okay we're, we're locked in we didn't already use it did we okay <laughs> has not been okay, guessed yeah. nope all right okay i've said so much star wars show me for our final answer or a strike come on the the games are hinging on whether or not I press oh, the X button or the you. check mark button. I hate button. you. Literally hate you. <laughs> Show me episode eight, which if it's right would actually be under the eighth spot in the uh, the the oh. Tad Pooley feud board. I I if it's you know if it's there it's ironic that it's, it's there. Like number eight. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right, here we go. Show me episode eight, subtitled the last. <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> oh my yes, God! Yes. What? Oh my Are God! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was so sure we were wrong. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! <laughs> oh yeah. my God! Yeah. Well done, my gosh, Brian. You, you, your gut was <laughs> your gut has never Steve. been more correct. Yeah. 
That's amazing. Well, that means Steve uh, wins. Perfect. That's great. Steve Brian, wins. what else is on this list? Prizes. So, yeah, rounding out, as you oh might guess, God. like I said, the Star Wars Holiday Special is number 11. Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith, was number 12. Solo actually did make it all the way up to number 13. Really? Yeah, KOTOR, Episode 9, I mentioned. Ewok Adventures got up to 16. Any any iteration of LEGO Star Wars was number 17. Oh, ooh, that was risky. Uh, Spaceballs was number 18. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek yeah. was number 19. Star Trek was 19? <laughs> You guys, what a bunch of chodes. That's amazing. All right. Uh, and then everything else was uh, was one vote. Uh, one person said attack. One person said episode two, Attack of the Clones, was the best. Yeah, yeah. Was the best Star Wars. I wonder if they meant that. You know, did they really mean? Maybe, they don't man. Know. Just, it's so I mean, there's a lot yeah. of factors. There's yeah, a lot of factors. Maybe sucks. maybe they just maybe that was the first Star Wars movie they saw. There's a lot and of then, factors. And then one person said. I've never watched any Star Wars thing ever. And I just That's a long answer. Want to shed a little yeah. tear for that person who you know, the good and the bad, there's a lot of good out there and to not see any of it feels like uh like you know, you're you're you're, you're missing out. Look, at least that out. person was honest about a thing and for some reason felt like telling us all. I don't know why they That's did. That's right. Oh, yeah. Thrawn Trilogy, by the way. Somebody did one person did say Thrawn Trilogy, which is oh, good, I think good. I think the best My kinship. Uh, of yeah. the book series. Now that that book, yeah, I mean, agreed. now that those those books are no longer canon, you know, people right, get, get right. weird about it, but still. I say, I, you know, I whatever. They're going to keep, they kept Thrawn. They put him in, um, what, the t- tail end of uh, Clone Wars or something, didn't yeah. they? Clone Wars, yeah. yeah it's yeah. still there. I mean, it's not totally 100% there, but it's still there. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't, I didn't like it when they first announced all this stuff is going away. We're doing our new stuff. I'm like, that seems a little rash. Yeah. But then is, they use some sure. stuff and it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, uh, there is no there is no clone of Luke called Luke with two U's uh, anymore. Luke. That used to be a thing. That is not a thing oh, anymore. Right, right. It was a is comic Mara, thing. Did Mara Jade get moved into uh, canon? I think she's I think she's considered canon, right? Yeah, because you see her. Don't you see her during the pod race, like standing on a? Oh no, that's um, not Mara Jade. You see somebody? No, no Mara Jade. No. Oh no, was that true? That's terrible. She's a great character. Yeah. She's a great character. Bring her back. There was a character that you see in in Phantom Menace during the pod races that's like standing on a um, on one of the rock pillars. Uh, and I can't remember. Uh, it's not just a sand person. It's not a. It's not, no, it's not a sand person. It's like a, it's like somebody that was introduced in the books, like a pre Luke. Oh, weird. Character. Puke. That's what I call pre Luke puke. Uh, well, anyway, good, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you did great, and that means you've uh, you've won despite the the weirdness of today's awesome. thing. But That's Brian, awesome. really, you made it happen. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That means that uh, Brian's going to send you these codes. Uh, all you got to do is send him an email, coverville at gmail dot com, and Steve, you'll walk away the biggest winner Kentucky's ever seen in their in the and you, and you even have <laughs> winner, the winner winner Kentucky dinner. Yeah, you, and you even have yeah. you guys have the Kentucky Derby and you know all about winners, right? But now you're the real winner. How do you feel? Amazing. Yeah, do you? Man. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. Uh, well, congratulations and well done and uh I'm excited you're getting your prizes. Good job. All right. Yeah. Hey Dunaway, good job on uh, your end of things there. You won that for him. We did and, it. Uh, yeah, you did. Yesterday we talked at length about uh, the mini consoles that are currently in, uh, in a lot of gamers' hands. People like this old stuff, and they like their little NES minis and their SNES mini and their little weird-looking mini Genesis and all this thing. We talked about those, the games on them, what we think the future might hold, all that stuff yesterday on Play Retro. And if you have a podcast player of any kind, you can find it anywhere you get your podcast. So go check it out and see what me and Brian Dunaway had to say 
about the retro minis. Uh, also, yes. hey, remember how that whole we had that whole conversation about? Hey, wonder if I could find myself a PlayStation uh, Classic without having to do too much hard work. Yes. Well, a yes. listener is sending me a brand new unopened one for wow. a very reasonable price, and uh, I want to give him quick credit. Hold on. I am super excited about this. Uh, I saw oh, the notification as well. Justin, uh, this is intelligent coming, cube yeah, this is coming in. From intelligent Justin, cube is great, from, Brian. You are right to be excited oh, because intelligent God, cube that is, is great. the best game. And and to get that on this new PS5 deal, I'd have to do, I'd have to do uh, ascent, no premium. You have to do premium to get, and, and right. it's only streamed. You're not actually installing the damn thing. You have to, you only stream right, play it, right. whereas, which is fine. I don't mind. It's not like it takes a lot of a lot of thing, but yeah. Yeah, because extra it should come with extra. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you right now. If you guys are all doing that new PlayStation Plus breakdown, do the middle one. Don't yeah. do the high one; is not worth it yet. Low one is just what it used to be. Middle yeah. one, that's where the money's at. Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's on its way, and I'm I'm gonna probably hack it because you told me it's it's very hackable. Oh, it's hack it. yeah, it's very hackable step by step. I can send you an ISO of all the stuff. Basically, just you'll just throw that on a thumb drive. You plug it into port USB port two on that thing. And in a matter of no time, you'll be up and running. Awesome. Do this. We're doing this. This is happening. So anyway, go check that out and uh, yep, yep. Uh, follow Brian on t- uh, Twitch and stuff because every night he plays these retro games and does stuff at like 6 o'clock or something his time. Uh, so go check that Correct. out over at twitch.tv slash Brian Dunaway. Brian, anything else you'd like to say before we cut you off? Yeah, suck it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> he got it in. He got it in. That was so fast. He almost single syllabled suck it. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we have a little time for some news, so we may as well jam it in. Here we go. I don't watch the news. Today's news is brought to you by. Remember those old console racing games we grew up playing on small CRT screens? Well, there's a new game out there. AV Racer is a 2D top-down retro arcade racing game inspired in style by that nostalgia and in gameplay by the spirit of old, art, of old arcaders. You play in five different championships on 14 handmade tracks with 24 different circuits. Collect trophies and unlock cars and tracks, compete against challenging AI, or enjoy the game with a friend in a two-player split-screen mode. The game is available now on Steam for just $4.99. Consider supporting the developer, a Tadpool member, by checking out this game on steam again that name av racer yep uh guy made it his name is wasim he's awesome i've been talking to him i played the game it's great it's like Very legit cool. good brian do you remember the old days of like super sprint and like top down yeah, racers super sprint is the one like uh, the one where you stand around like uh with four steering wheels on mm-hmm. around an arcade machine yeah, i yeah. love that I, yeah. I did too i had a real taste for top down racers especially ones that let me drift a little and yeah. Uh, something about that format I'm absolutely in love with. And this dude made oh, a really cool it's game. It's even got like the the screen has like the little slight curve to it so it looks like you're you're playing on an old arcade. Oh yeah. CRT. It's a love it's a love letter to those old games. So definitely check this Nicely out. Done. And it's so cheap, it's like hardly what four ninety nine? That's the price. It's nothing. So go check it out. Nothing, yeah. Support Wasim. Give fellow. this guy some money. Uh yeah. well done, Was Simulator. Yeah, Was Simulator. Oh, was he in the chat today? He's in the chat. He's oh, it's nice to see you, dude. Your game's yeah. awesome. I wish I was you. I wish I could make games. I want to do that. I want to make a game. Yeah. I want to make 10 games. I want to make video games. That's what I want to do. Okay. And then Carter right. will work okay. for me. Okay. And then we'll make the greatest video game company ever. It'll be called Frog Pants Games. And the world will change <laughs> for the better. All right. Here's your uh, quick news stories here for the morning. Okay. Uh, let's uh, check this one out. Oh, this is for you because you're a cyclist. See? Oh, so, Okay. 
Yeah, I got a little cycle. My cycle story. right now, Scott. Uh, cyclist on California mountains chased down by angry zebra. Oh yeah, that was my favorite mobile game, Angry Zebras. Zebras. Oh, I yeah. know. You had to fire them at the at the at the docile pigs or how, how are there zebras running around the California mountains? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that seems weird, right? They feel like yeah. uh, I didn't know they were native to the area. Apparently, uh, and they don't really address it here, which is weird. But anyway, a cyclist going through a mountain range in California's central coast ran into an unexpected foe, a seemingly pissed off zebra. Uh, News Hawk in uh, Santa Barbara reported Monday. Newshawk with N O O Z. News. Newshawk. I hate it. I hate yes. it. I'm sorry. I have to get over this after the end of the day. I just have to stop thinking about this stupid news name. The stupid name. Newshawk. They reported Monday that Marcos Chavez, a 48 year old bike rider from the small beachside town of Carpentaria. Tenaria. Terra. Carpentaria. 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 I don't practice Carpentaria. Ain't got no tiny balls. Uh, Let's see. He was biking down a familiar route, and uh, he was just doing a routine four-hour trek. It's kind of his workout. Anyway. uh, Four-hour trek. Yeah, four-hour trek. Uh, He went through West Camino Silo, a massive path that cuts through the Santa Ynez Mountains. And, There's a nice uh, he, green there, by the way. Is it? Oh, it sounds nice. Yeah, in the West Camino Silo green. It's oh. really, really nice. Oh. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, they encountered the black and white in, uh, equine. Really? I thought they were part of the. They're not part of the equine family, are they? Sure, they are. Absolutely part of the equine family. I didn't know that. Why, why did I not know that? Anyway, they're they're the the horse before Ted Turner got his hands on it. Basically, is what they are. <laughs> and they and they go. <laughs> Exactly, yes. I hate the sound they make because they don't feel like they're anything close to a horse. They're alien horses. They're just they're what weird. What are you talking about? They look like a horse that's just uh, they're Yeah, but they're striped all crazy and they go, whoop, 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 whoop. Like okay. they're aliens. They're aliens, Brian. They're from okay. another planet. Right. Okay. Uh, let's see. It says here, um, he seemed mad. As soon as I rolled up the zebra, he saw me. He heard me and he saw me and he kept looking at me. <laughs> Those are his exact words. I mean, I you know, I I could see this being uh, a little scary, right? This mm-hmm. animal, you know, you're thinking, oh well, you know, it's a zebra, it's super docile and and cool and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it starts running at you, and it's like, well, crap, what do I do? What, what's this thing going to do to me when it catches me? Yeah, well, I've never been attacked by a zebra. I don't know what standard protocol is around a. We shouldn't have zebra. to be worried about being attacked by zebras in the United States. Mm-mm. I agree. They're not native here. What happened? No, no. They get out of the zoo and make babies. And now there's a whole, you know, uh, what, what, what is a group of zebras? Is that a herd? Or is it a? It's probably it's probably a herd. What's a horse? Horse group of horses is a. It's not a herd, is it? What is herd it? Of, no, not a herd. Herd is cattle. Um, horses are a. A stampede of horses. A a stripe genie. <laughs> stripe of. <laughs> A stripe of is it, is it a is it a stampede, Carter? Is that right? A is it a stripe of zebras? <laughs> I want it to be a, a gallop. No, you got none of you know none of you know anything like, in there. A syndication of zebras there is what go. it is. A shitload. I like matubas. That's a good one. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, he says the zebra started running at me. It looked like air came out of its nostrils. You know what? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say it did. Air yeah, came out. I, of its I think it wasn't just looking like air came out of its nostrils. I'd be willing to bet that actual air came it, out of that zebra's. I'll nostrils. bet. In fact, I'll go one step further, Brian. It went in and out. Oh, 
Whoa! All right. Ooh, yep. Look at you. I think yeah. they, I think they have to breathe. I'm just yeah. I'm almost sure of it. <laughs> uh, anyway, fortunately, the zebra tripped over itself and he was able to escape. Aww. So that's a little embarrassing. It's a little like uh, yeah, the Fonz exactly. thinking his gun's loaded under the table and then a bunch and of bullets. And I caught it on my TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what music that was, but it's good. Uh, it was the TikTok music is what that was. <laughs> uh, he says he took three steps and the zebra fell. <laughs> that seems like a dumb zebra. Whatever. <laughs> they don't. They don't get... Angry and stupid zebra. Yeah, you're a dumb zebra. They didn't. They yeah. don't really get into why it was up there, which I'm still really curious. Like, why is there a zebra in Calif- the California mountains? That's yeah. Just... Uh, well, somebody had a really good theory on that. The Hearst Castle um, has a bunch of weird animals, like uh, like a menagerie of weird animals up there, and so this one might have escaped, and and maybe that's why it was so pissed off. Tell me about this Hearst Castle. What is that? I don't even know what that is. It's a uh, tourist attraction. I thought it was closer to San Jose than because uh, this guy was Los Angeles, right? Or yeah. no? Or no? It said um, Carpinteria, Santa... which I don't know where Carpinteria. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but it's a um, uh, like it's the 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 William the newspaper guy William Randolph Hearst. Oh, he had a um, castle out there. Owned it. He had a castle built up there, and uh, that's kind of cool. it's like a it's like a uh, big old. Um, uh, tourist attraction there. So you could go in it go. and stuff and tour it. Yeah, I think you can. I think oh, so. Okay, so nobody, none of the Hearst's uh, Hearst Junior lives there or anything like that. They might. They might be. They might have parts of it that are still residential that you can't go into. But mm. Um, mm. yeah, but that place is expensive. If you State had to buy owned. one. Oh, where? So it's it's actually further. It's funny. It's Sam Simeon, which is further south than I would have guessed have you been to the it's still uh, north of less like it's still north of santa barbara but um had you ever been to news hawk in santa barbara no okay. i've been to santa barbara there's another newspaper oh yeah news yeah. n-o-o-z hawk no uh, definitely I not think, i don't think but that. i have probably some web i have thing. been to santa barbara yeah i'm sure it is yeah uh yeah i've installed all over california like all freaking over california all the way from the reading times up top or whatever not reading yeah reading r-e-d-d-i-n-g reading mm. like reddit but with ing right exactly yeah. bulletin reading bulletin oh wish i wish i could remember all the way down to the san diego union tribune union tribune you know newspapers i've been everywhere <laughs> they're back baby all right, right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt will join us, do a little tech news on a Wednesday, as we always do. And after that, recommendals. We'll have Randy back. No Nicole this week. She'll be here next week, though. Uh, looking br- very likely that next week will be her triumphant return. <laughs> we keep uh, yes. pushing that date, but uh, she's had a lot going on. I, right. I mean, what Listen, a bummer, man. Last week was my fault. I'll yeah, take it was totally that. Brian's yeah, I got fault. sick, and yeah. we, had to, we had to change things around. So Sure, sure. But uh, she was also, I don't know how she was going to do it anyway, like, these the poor spags they drove out there thought the house was settled and then the the whole thing the the house thing mm-hmm. fell apart i don't mm-hmm. know the full story but but imagine that you're moving states and you're in the car and you find out the house fell through yeah that's effed what do you do what do you do i guess we go back to our almost home <laughs> yeah which is yeah and you hope that uh, you can arrange the the closing date for your own house uh it's intense, yeah, man. It's, it I hate that intense. stuff so much. I never want to move again. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, so there's that. Let's uh, take a break, though, and play a song. Do you have one over there? I do. This is great. Brand new uh, album by a band called Oscar and the Wolf. You might have heard of them. They're they're uh, pretty famous. Mm. Uh, Oscar and the Wolf, a brand new album called Afterglow. 
Um, Something in the Air uh, is the song we're going to be playing, the second single that they've released. This is about the rules of attraction, kind of about the electrifying connection between two future lovers. When there's a desire and connection unspoken, where the spark lingers in the air. Anyway, it's a pretty pretty damn good song. I'll say that right now. Uh, This is Oscar and the Wolf from the brand new EP Afterglow and the song Something in the Air.
let's talk about Thrive Market. Yes. Why not indeed? All right, so here's the deal. Everything's getting more and more expensive, okay? I don't know if you've noticed. Inflation is a thing. I'm constantly looking for new ways to cut costs, find savings where I can. And that's why when it comes to buying organic groceries and things for our household, I'm all about the Thrive Market. Thrive Market carefully vets every product they carry so you can trust that it's there and that it's the best. They carry your favorite clean brands from everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood and more. Even beauty products if you're into that. And uh, finding savings on items that matter most to you is what matters most to Thrive Market. They want you to save money. You can find what you need. They have over a thousand food, home, and beauty products, so there's plenty there. Are you looking for plant-based stuff, keto, gluten-free, zero waste, all that kind of stuff? Thrive Market has you covered. Uh, I, man, it's summer. Let me tell you what I like about Thrive Market. They, they have some of the things I think of summer when I think of them. For example, Alexia Sweet Potatoes Julian Fries. Mmm. Do you guys know how much I love freaking sweet potato fries? And these are amazing. And incredibly priced as well. They also have the Alexia brand waffle fries with seasoned salt, if that's more your your speed. Or my favorite, potato puffs with salt and pepper. Mmm, those are so good. Oh my gosh, I need to eat a whole plate full of those right now. Anyway, uh, join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E, thrivemarket.com slash T-M-S. To get $80 in free groceries. Again, thrivemarket.com slash TMS. And for those in the back, one more time, thrivemarket.com slash TMS. Well, hello, and welcome to my home. Well, hello, welcome to my living room. Only through the magic of Hollywood. Do you like this gown? It's very dramatic. I didn't like being old and dead. (laughs) This is the morning stream. Shut up, baby. I know it. All right, we're back. Hey, uh, who was that song again? Well, hello. That song was uh, Oscar and the Wolf. Uh, from their brand new EP, Afterglow. That song is called Something in the Air. Nice. There is something in the air. We're having a lot there of is. dust right now. We got a, lot of, yeah. like a real blowing dust We've thing. got cotton and uh, smoke from a couple of wildfires. Ooh, hubba hubba smoke. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's too early. We don't want that. Too early. It's way Not, too early. Way yeah. too early for don't, that. Don't be having smoke yet. I don't want to hear about these fires yet. Um, all right. Look at this, everybody. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept <laughs> and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he joins us on every Wednesday morning to talk Who about you the you call it man? <laughs> <laughs> like you are, if there was ever a man that I ever knew, it's you. Okay, that's just sure. Whatever, whatever, whatever <laughs> you need to call. Ever a man that I ever knew? <laughs> it's you. It sounds like a shanty. It yeah, does. it does. Yes, it's pretty good. Totally. Well, you get bored on the sea, and you got to come up with songs yeah. uh, and salt your beef. Anyway, you know. hey, it's uh, it's Tom Merritt. He's here on Wednesday. We talk about tech and uh, find out what's going on in the tech world. And I usually have like kind of an idea in the morning, like what's going on. Mm. I check headlines mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm, no mm-hmm. idea today. I don't know what's no, going on. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna tell well, us? Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> Good. 
I'm glad. Are you ready for I'm so ready for this. I've never been more ready in my life, Tom. Uh, Yeah, you're going to get the U.S. Soccer League, MLS, Major League Soccer, on the Apple TV app. Not quite exclusively. Oh, what does that mean? (laughs) How's that work? This is a very interesting deal. Uh, Apple and MLS are partnering so that all the matches will be available worldwide without local blackouts through the Apple TV app as an add-on channel. They haven't put a price out for that yet. Is this unlike uh, what they're doing with the MLB with the baseball stuff? Because that's just on it's there. It's different than that. Okay. It's, it's got one element in common, but it's very different. So this is, if, if sports fans know, you can subscribe to MLB at bat, mm. for instance. And then you know, through the MLB app, you can get all the games except for the ones in your local market. Uh, and, you know, so if you're worldwide, you get all the games. Uh, NFL has NFL Sunday Ticket, which right now is through DirecTV, but that's up for grabs because that and that contract is ending this year. Uh, and so MLS has had their own version of that, and it is now becoming part of Apple TV's app. So the only way you'll be able to get it now is through the Apple TV app. Also, they're partnering with the teams so that if you're a season ticket holder, you'll get access to the add-on channel through the Apple TV app. Interesting. Does it feel like, I feel like it's Apple and Amazon are the two that care about live sports deals. Mm-hmm. And everybody else doesn't seem to be interested in it. Do you think that's oh, like a... Oh, I would disagree, my friend. Really? Who, who, uh, who else? Yeah. Well, ESPN Plus, obviously. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Disney yeah, yeah. has ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. Peacock is adding all kinds of live sports, uh, including Premier League soccer Premier and League hockey. Stuff, yeah. mm-hmm. um, well, actually, not hockey. I'm sorry. HBO Max is adding hockey. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't oh, know that. Is that where I'm going to be watching my Avalanche championship team mm. compete for the Stanley Cup yeah. if they win it next year. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I, I don't... Year, not yet, right? Well, I'm not sure which games are there because HBO uh, uh, or Warner and Disney are splitting the rights. So some of the games are on ABC and ESPN and the Stanley Cup's on ABC this year. Um, and I'm not sure how many of the hockey games show up on HBO Max versus, you know, uh, showing up on, on just Turner and, and whatnot. But some of them do, or, or and more will, they say. Mm. So, yeah, we are we are seeing live sports, sport by sport, be split up. Mm. Uh, hockey, all hockey games are part of ESPN+. Plus. Uh, so if you, if you were to pay for the NHL uh, version of this service where you get all, all but your local games... Uh, you don't have to pay extra. You just get them through ESPN Plus now, and that's what Apple's doing here, except it's an add-on channel. Right. So we don't know. My guess is they won't include it under the $4.99. It'll be an additional charge of some sort, uh, but it'll be an add-on channel. If you don't want to pay for the add-on channel, there will be some games available with your Apple TV Plus subscription. My guess is that's where it will be more closer to what they're doing with major league baseball, because there will also be a couple free games, select free games. Mm. Uh, We we don't have any details and schedules or anything like that, but, but basically a a few matches will be shown for free to anybody who has the app. You don't have to have the subscription. That's very similar. That's what they're doing with major league baseball, right? Right. Friday night, they show two baseball games for free to anybody with ads. Right. Uh, then if you're an Apple TV Plus subscriber, you'll get more games. You'll get access to more games. And if you want all the games, you'll pay, I'm guessing, extra for this MLS add-on uh, that will be an add-on to that. Unless you're a season ticket holder for an MLS team, in which case you just get it as part of your season ticket package. Oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't, uh, so it does seem like, though, we're heading toward a, f- a future or a present, I guess. We're, there, we're getting there now. 
where it's rolling out a lot like it used to. Sports sports deals were struck with networks. So, you know, NBC seems like they always pay enough money to get the Olympics and and uh, freaking TNT has some basketball deal with NBA. Well, meanwhile, some NBA games are shown on NBC and the finals are some, you know, big yeah. deal on CBS or Fox or whatever. It's just interesting to watch the streaming services start to position themselves for live sports. Whereas yeah. this wasn't really uh, part of the conversation a few years ago, and now suddenly this is like you know part of it. If it was part of the conversation a few years ago, it was like, yeah, I'd cut the cord except for sports. Now oh, it's right. becoming, oh crap, I haven't cut the cord, and I need to install an app to get certain sports because Thursday night football right. is only on the Prime Video app. Mm. These Friday night baseball games are only on the Apple TV app. These Major League Soccer games are only going to be on the Apple TV app asterisk so that's the other part of this deal that I, I haven't mentioned yet is they are allowing local markets to air games of local teams mm. uh details on that are yet to be released as well but you you will still have games showing uh on on local channels so that somebody with an over-the-air antenna or cable will still be able to get some of their local games but if you want national games you're going to have to get the apple tv app so it's a big so there's obviously a big movement in Soccer, hockey, baseball, and basketball to some extent. What is the NFL doing? Just The NFL Sunday ticket uh, is uh, up for grabs at the end of this year. NFL okay. Sunday ticket shows you all the games uh, through DirecTV right okay. now. So you pay a fee, you get your, your, your games. Still subject to some blackout restrictions. Right. Uh, Apple and Amazon are rumored to be leading the bids for that. Mm. Uh and that would be a coup. That's massive for yeah. Apple. Yeah. Uh, if they got some baseball, all of soccer, and all of American football, uh, be huge. Amazon would like it because they already have Thursday night, and they're right. not going to lose that. They've got yeah. a long-term contract. You know, it goes a few years for that. Mm -hmm. So if they could also get Sunday ticket, then that would just broaden out their offering. So they're pretty motivated. Uh, to grab it as well. It's not impossible that it, it goes to somebody else. Uh, there, there's still cable channels, you know, like Comcast and folks out there uh, possibly bidding as well. But the, the the smart money apparently is on Apple and Amazon as the leading uh, bidders for it. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting movement in that area. I think like uh, I'm hearing some of the sentiment in the chat. Some people are like, well, what's the difference between this and the old days where everybody was fighting over rights and exclusivity happened and blackouts happened. It's the same. We're just moving into a new medium. I mean, yes and no. I, I would argue that it only feels worse if you don't think of the, if you think of these apps as fragmented, right? Mm -hmm. If you think of these apps as uh, they're all on my Roku, <laughs> then you've still got access to everything, especially uh, the fact that there are free streams of, of all of this so far, right? right? There, right. Are, there are definitely... Uh, you get two baseball games, don't have to pay a dime. All you got to do is have an internet uh, service and and install the app. Uh, before, you had to pay for cable, and you had to have cable installed right. to get those games. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it isn't that different, but it also is, a, a I would argue, probably slightly looser than mm -hmm. it was in the past. Although there was over-the-air, free over-the-air games as well, but those have been diminishing over the years. Mm -hmm. So putting them free streaming kind of brings back a little bit of that free access. Again, 
if you don't have the internet, then you can't get these. Uh, and that right. does leave a very small percentage of people out, but it does leave some people out. But it, let's say somebody, uh, let's say Amazon got like the full NFL thing. Okay, you subscribe to Prime until you don't want to. That's the other difference here between this and cable. Cable was always con- contractual, usually yep, multiple years. Yep. You had to get year, everything. Yeah. Nothing or everything was the way it worked. In this case, it's like, no, I, I'm done with Peacock because these four shows I care about are over for now. So I'm going to put that on hold. And you can. And it's great. Yeah. And then when you want to put it back, you can. Like I, People want to and say Peacock this Peacock has no- a free service. Now, it may not have all the sports on the free service, but you know, there's, yeah. there's still stuff you can access. Yeah, we that. call that free cock here on the uh, <laughs> We do. Yeah. 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 Peacock as and free cock. Yeah, we sh- as we yeah. should. Well, should uh, we? <laughs> I don't know. You can make an argument that we shouldn't. But uh, anyway, hey. Uh, all a good portmanteau. La- so, yeah. <laughs> Later today on the Daily Tech News Show, this will be discussed among many other uh, tech topics. So you're going to want to tune in for that. It's at 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, wherever you get your internet. And uh, I look forward to it. It's going to be great. Tom, uh, anything else going on today you want to mention? I would like everyone to know that I've got a tech newsletter uh, where when, when stories like this uh, break, I will I will send out write-ups uh, of them. Uh, it's a sub stack, so you can get some of the stuff for free. Uh, and I do some extra write-ups uh, for folks who want to kick in a, a few bucks. And that's at techtom dot substack.com just like tech time but tom with with tom Tom. yeah this is tech time with tom on the show here but tech tom on the newsletter see that's not confusing it's great that's what it is not even a little bit it is well uh i look forward to seeing you this afternoon on the daily tech news show have a fantastic rest of your morning thanks man see you later see ya bye Bye now (laughs) all right (laughs) he's gone and uh now yeah Yep. Uh, Randy Jordan will be joining us for the morning's festivities known as Recommendals, which start now. Everybody <laughs> doing that dance again. Oh, no, you got fingers this time. That's better. It's better than this. Listen, I, yeah, I, I don't do this. I do this. <laughs> yeah, like this. This is, the, this is Peter Scolari at the beginning of Bosom Buddies in yeah. the opening credits. Uh, rest is, to uh, rest his soul. Billy Joel's My Life. There you go. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the program, one Randy Deluxe. Hello, Randy. How are you? Good morning, morning stream. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. I was super disappointed that Obi Wan Kenobi didn't make the top ten in the Tadpooly feud. Oh, are you, and, are, are you uh, loving it? You know are what you... I realized? I realized you misunderstood the votes, Brian. Those voters were talking about old Ben Kenobi. Oh, so just... old oh, Ben. Yeah. Now that's a name I haven't heard in a very long, very time. long time. One other note, I need you to know that I have personally interacted with zebras and they are assholes every single one of them. Yep. There's there's how no have such... you, How have you personally in all yeah, that? Tell me, I want to know more. Yeah, was this at a zoo or what happened? What'd you do? So, yeah. uh kind of, yes. So, um growing up in South Texas, my parents' best friends uh had a lot of money and they had this big uh like <laughs> mansion out in the country, right? Okay. With yeah. lots and lots of space. Sure. And uh, cotton farm, sugar farm, and so on. And uh, my my dad's best friend, uh, you know, like he became a huge benefactor of the Gladys Porter Zoo in Brownsville, Texas. And because of his ranch area, he was able to handle some overflow for the zoo. Uh, basically, the, you know, the zoo had its space, and yeah. sometimes 
uh, you had a situation where like some rogue rancher in West Texas had uh, died and left a bunch of zebras out on a ranch. And so it was, they were all sent to the Gladys Porter zoo and the zoo's like, no, we can't, we can't take more than three of these. So the other three uh, would go live on this property that my dad's best friend managed. And so um, he had two. He had two exotic animals out there most times. They were giraffes and zebras. And uh, he had a custom barn built for the giraffes, which was really cool because uh, you could see it from the road between uh, between San Benito, Texas, and South Padre Island. This is this highway that ran through Los Fresnos, Texas. And as you're driving down it, if you look to the left, there was this very unusually tall red barn <laughs> and sometimes you would see zebra uh, a giraffe come walking out of the barn and walking around it and uh, inside the barn they had this like uh, these stairs that went up to a landing so you could uh, so like a veterinarian or whatever could deal with the giraffe face to face and uh, next to it there was a pen with some zebras in it and the zebras would also use the barn for shelter and uh, you know I was a kid and I was like Man, I want to get to know these zebras. They're so yeah, cool. Yeah, they're cool. And every adult's telling me you really don't like. You're, trust me. Like, well, we'll take you up to the fence. You can say hello, mm-hmm. but no. And you know, like every time I would be like, I want to pet the zebra. Nope. You try to just try to pet a zebra. You're gonna get your hand bit off. Why are they so they're jumpy? Like, I, I don't get it. What, what did we do to them? Why are they so freaked out all the time? These damn things. This is just this is just how they've evolved. They've evolved to be. In, in, uh, opposed to humanity, going, <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've yeah. raised them to hate us. <laughs> yeah, well, they're pissed because yeah. the horse has got all the love and nobody's riding yeah, zebras. Exactly. I get it. We came up with that phrase: a horse of a different color, and they're like, "Well, pff, yeah. f this." And by the way, yeah, do the people I, do uh, European people call them zebras? And we call them zebras. Zebras. Okay. Zebras. Zebra. Zebras. That's fantastic. Um, all right. Well, interesting stuff as always. Let's uh, dive into our recommendals this week. We're going to um, do a few of these. Brian, you're going to do two. We're going to make up for Nicole's absence with a, an extra Correct. today. Uh, yes. What do you have to say about your first clip? My first one is a, a comedy, a dark comedy that, uh, boy, do you like a lot of people in this, and you're going to recognize one very specific voice that does most of the talking in this thing. Oh, all right. Well, let's find out what we got here. Okay. There's too many of you to take down to the station, so I'll be interviewing you all here. And I want to talk to every single one of you. Because the truth is, any one of you could be the murderer. Now, you all went to your high school reunion this evening for what? Second chances? At life? Love? Something else? Emotions are high. Someone pushes your buttons, and all of a sudden, snap, bam, you lose it. So it'll take a few hours. What? Are you serious? What else you got to do in the middle of the damn night? Why? We all know that Anique killed him. Oh my God! No, I didn't. I'm guessing you're Anique. She's good. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Should I recognize that person? Who is that? That's Tiffany Haddish, uh, the main uh, oh. voice you're hearing there. Uh, she is the uh, investigator, the detective, police detective that's brought in to solve a murder 
in The After Party, an eight-episode series on Apple TV. Uh, came out at the beginning of this year and um, features uh, – here's some great names you're going to – you know, in addition to Tiffany Haddish, you've got Zoe Chow, Ben Schwartz, who is hilarious in this, mm. um, Ike Barinholtz, uh, Ilana Glazer from um, the comedy – oh, God – uh, uh, Broad City? Broad City. Broad City. I love Broad City. And uh, Dave Franco. And then Sam Richardson, who, if you don't recognize him by name, you absolutely know him as one of the funniest additions to uh, Veep in the last... Uh, the last, you know, five or six seasons of that show. The, uh, the black guy who... Uh, um, always had the best single lines that he would deliver uh, the inept <laughs> delivery. Oh, that guy. I loved him. Yes. Okay. He is great. And he's yeah. kind of your main, he's a neek uh, who you hear about in this. So here's the premise. Uh, you've got a murder, right? You've got sure. uh, uh, Dave Franco is uh, Xavier, uh, this, this celebrity, former uh, high schooler that uh, went off and did good, became a big celebrity, and... Um, and is hosting this after party after high school reunion party at his house. He's murdered and uh, all of his former friends are the suspects. And uh, over the course of eight episodes, Tiffany Haddish uh, interviews each one who gives their interpretation of the same events of that night. And it's great because each one is telling the same, like roughly the same story, but delivered in a very different perspective and those perspectives are done as different genres of movies and TV shows. For example, oh, wow. uh, one of them is a rom-com. Another one is an animated show. Another one is like a, uh, uh, you know, like a Fast and the Furious style so, action movie. So what you're saying is this is like one, one of many, many remakes of Clue, only <laughs> it's the episodes of My Name is Earl where Earl's in a coma. That's what kind of, yeah, there you go. Right, it's okay. it's uh, knives out, but but those knives are stabbed through um, different departments in the blockbuster video. Oh, <laughs> it's interesting too because I don't think I think murder mysteries are hard to make into comedies, like actually yeah. be funny. Yeah. So what you're describing to me sounds like they figured it out. Sounds like it's good. They do a great job with this, and um, and I will tell you without saying anything else that there is a satisfying ending. This isn't like that crap one of the crap clue endings where everyone did it or mm -hmm. nobody did it. Yeah. You get a satisfying, okay. Oh, it was this person and maybe there were clues and things like that. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You kind of got me on this one. It sounds like it's pretty good. Where is this? this? Great. Streaming? This is on Apple TV Plus. So okay. um, if you don't have Apple TV Plus, uh, just go buy an iPhone, folks, right. and you'll get Apple TV Plus free for uh, a year. Yeah. Or you can just pay five bucks yeah. and get Apple TV Plus for an entire month. And yeah. then you can see awesome stuff. And you like can run it anywhere. C you don't have to have an Apple device to play it on. You can no, run it on your. You I have exactly. it on my Xbox freaking Series X, for heaven's sakes. Yeah. And I was yeah. just saying the other day that it seems like the last few years, everything either has Tiffany Haddish or Ben Schwartz. So let's have it together. <laughs> Let's have them together. Ben Schwartz, I you know, uh that thing he did with Thomas Middleditch. I need to finish that uh that improv comedy thing up that was you know, on Netflix because that was really funny. The first yeah, and, and you know what? It is best to watch it in bits. Like to watch yeah. a bit and then come back to it a month later and watch another episode. Because yeah. like if you just binge it, it kinda all starts to be the same. You know? Yeah. It melds together, as the uh yeah. Vulcans say. Exactly. exactly. Uh excellent. So, there All you right. go. The after party on Apple TV Plus. Tell me about clip number two. 
Clip number two is from a streaming service called Apple TV Plus. Oh, and, um, <laughs> great. It's another series, this one based on a book. And um, tone, um, maybe, you know, quite a bit different from uh, the after party. Okay, let's check it out. Memories are fragile. I want us to sketch out the right man. We just need enough details for someone who knows him. It won't work. No one knows him. This morning, city workers found a body from a young woman called Julia. Six years ago, I was cut up like her. What someone did to Julia, they tried it into you. If you try to be a reporter, then this is your story. After what he did, things aren't how they should be. It starts with little things. And then big things. And nobody remembers anything different. There are multiple women dead over multiple decades. He's the one connecting them. There'll be more. I don't know how. But he's been watching me since I was a kid. Very serious. Very, very serious. I couldn't make out any of the voices, but the music was, and the sound effect was <laughs> yeah. to take it really seriously. So, is this that Elizabeth Moss voices thing? Is, uh, is that what? Elizabeth Moss doing her thing? It is Elizabeth Moss. Okay. Uh, Moss. Yes, exactly. She uh, She's your main character in this. She plays a character named Kirby, who is an archivist for the Chicago Sun-Times. And she starts noticing feeling like things little things are changing in her life to the point where she has to start documenting like I live with my mom I have a cat named Grendel and I do this for a living and on my desk are you know is this Godzilla coffee mug and this yellow pen and da 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 mm-hmm. because things in her life keep changing and she doesn't know why well it turns out oh yeah how much do I want to yeah I was going to ask you to like yeah. stop, stop here cuz like I mean, for starters, it it's a Mandela effect movie, right? And that's the new Groundhog Day movies, and I'm it's, all for it. I'm all for it. It is, yeah. You know what? But it's yeah, and I, and, and I will stop there because it does go. It goes deeper than a Mandela effect thing, um, because of this serial killer that that is described there in the trailer. Usually, I don't play a trailer for something. I'll go in and I'll find a really good clip of audio from the show. Right. But the trailer sets everything up so beautifully without giving any other spoilers that it's like, no, I feel like the trailer is the oh. is the way to uh, uh, to experience. Yeah, this. I was going to say you don't normally do that. Um and I couldn't, and, and I didn't even really occur to me. Oh, Brian sent a trailer this time, but that makes sense. You're trying to avoid spoilers. I get it. I am. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else do you know in this? Uh, you know, uh, Amy Brennerman. Uh, you know, you've seen She's her about a, a thousand different things. Jamie yeah. Bell yeah. is in this creepy Jamie Bell. Um, and then you also get. Oh, where is it? Uh, let's see. Yes, Madeline Catherine Brewer, who you know from. Orange is the New Black, yeah. as well as uh, Janine from uh, Handmaid's Tale. So, you know, she's worked oh, with... Uh, I like her a lot. She's yeah. awesome. She's a great actress. She she's, really is. And she's got yeah. such a distinct look and and delivery. You know, Janine with the eye patch from uh, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Um, this is... Uh, uh, this. Oh, and Wagner Mora, who... Uh, feels like somebody I've seen before, but he just kind of reminds me of other act- actors like Oscar Isaac and, um, 
oh, why am I forgetting the Mandalorian's name again? And within the span of one Pedro week, Randy Pascal, Tony, Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal, Pedro mm-hmm. Pascal. Thank you. He reminds me a lot of uh, Pedro Pascal. Um, anyway, this is really good. Also, eight episodes. Also on Apple TV Plus, and also all eight, all eight episodes have wrapped up. Um, so you can binge the whole thing, and that's a great way to watch this because you're going to. You're going to want to jump from one episode just right into the next and figure out what the heck is going on. So I'm the so only spoiler, that- the only spoiler we should mention is her name is Kirby, and that means that she can suck other people into her and That's then right. have their power for a while. Right? Dang it! Yes. All right. Well, fine. All okay. Right. There's that whole. There's a whole episode of that. And, okay. Uh, good. Well, yeah, she's she very adorable. A, a Volkswagen Beetle, and she drives around the city streets <laughs> of Chicago. Good. Yeah. Good. Be a car. Where they Carby? Now she's Carby. Fantastic. Sorry, oh, Randy. You're okay, in so that guy's Pablo Escobar and Narcos, uh, Wagner Mora. Oh, that so. guy's great. Oh, yeah, we he talked about him months ago. Yeah, yeah, he's a very <laughs> compelling he's, dude. I yeah, like and him. he's like yes. this. This show is apparently filled with actors who I want to see escape from the sort of like ethnic bounds that they have been in previously. Right. Like he he has been right. He has been. Pablo Escobar. He's been a little typecast. Yeah. And and I think he's so good. And I want to see him in stuff like this where he's not that, you know, that sort of strict one note character. Yeah. Uh Chris Chalk is, is in this, right? And like I I'm so excited like to see that guy get out of the lane. You know, like where he's in he was in Twelve Years a Slave. He was in When They See Us. You know what oh, I mean? Yes. And right, I'm like, yeah. Newsroom. Like, uh, yeah, it's cool. I'm glad that's that's not the only thing people are casting him for. Is what I'm saying. He yeah, actually, yeah. speaking of Justified, he was in uh, Justified, and he's mm-hmm. young Lucius Fox. If you watched the Gotham Gotham yeah. uh, TV series, oh, he's uh, one of the understudy dudes that hangs out with um, uh, Bubba Gump, uh, the guy that's like the kingpin holler guy that, that threatens to kill everyone. Oh, yes, okay, sorry, yes, yeah. Kim's watching this again, and we're right in the thick of that. And I and I was like, oh, why do I awesome. know that actor? Yeah, he's great. He's really good, and he is—he's just got such a uh, such a cold stare. But he's—he uh, plays a very, very nice guy in this. So and you know what? I don't like want to call it typecasting because, I mean, if you're gonna make a movie like Twelve Years a Slave or a series like Narcos, you have to cast people in those roles, right? Yeah. And good like, people, it, you know. But like, it's like, yeah, it's when it. the actor seems to keep getting that work. You know what I mean? Yeah, or and only get like, that work. They are very clearly talented you know and should be doing other things too that's yeah. what i'm trying yeah. to talk about. i agree yep. i totally I, I totally get you all right so um, there you go my two recommendals uh, the after party and shining girls i don't know how many t- if i even said the name but it's called shining girls on apple tv plus nice here's mine i got this on hbo max and uh it's four hours long two episodes all the hints you're going to get everybody but you'll figure it out immediately here you go comedy traditionally has picked on people in power people who abuse their power i don't like orthodoxy of the left any more than i like orthodoxy of the right i don't like anyone trying to control the language and behavior of people you know these moral commandos who want us to think their way and want to change what we can hear and see and think in this country are dangerous it's called freedom of choice and it's one of the principles this country was founded upon look it up in the library reverend if you have any of them left when you finish burning all the books all right that's clearly george carlin clearly so good uh george carlin's american dream is the name of this documentary it's a two hour per episode four hour total affair and i loved every freaking second of it um brian's watching it is almost done right you said you had like 10 minutes left like 10 minutes 15 minutes left yeah uh it is extremely 
good. Um, and if you're a Carlin fan at all, it's must. It's a must watch. But what you may not be expecting, and why I'm and the reason I'm, I'm actually recommending this is this is not just simply look at this genius guy with his jokes. It is a very personal, deep down look at the man, his history, his family, where he come, came from, where he ended up, where what his mindset was at different parts of his life. And it doesn't pull any punches. It doesn't hold back on the harder stuff that uh, that he experienced. It doesn't even hold back on some of the stuff where he's clearly just being a nihilist a-hole at some points in his career mm-hmm. and other points in his career where he's really figuring himself out and kind of changing the way people see the culture. It's just fascinating end to end. And I really, really liked it. Judd Apatow co-directing this with, I can't remember who the other director is. Crap. I meant to write it down and I didn't, I'll find it. But um, I, I watch, I, um, uh, talk about this. He co-directed uh, with a dude named, hold on. Jeez Louise. Carlin. Okay. Uh, 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 Michael Bonfiglio. There it is. Michael oh, right. Yep. Um, and they interview a bunch of really great comedians. They interview Letterman and Bill Burr <laughs> and Paul Reiser. Alex Winter from Bill and Ted. Yeah. Alex Winter's on there. Who's doing a lot of production yeah. stuff now and, you know, is kind of a yeah. successful director in his own right. They talk about and his time on that. Eugene Levy's in this, although he's not interviewed, they, but they show and a bunch it's not of just, stuff. And it's not just other comedians fawning over George Carlin no, either. No, they're, no, they're no. Really- in some cases, they're they're mad at him. Like uh, there's a there's a bit where, um, not Patton Oswalt, um, he's in this, but it's, uh, I can't think of his name, took Dave's place on Late Night. Uh, oh, John Stewart. Or, no, no, I'm sorry, no, not. Uh, John Stewart. He is in this, but um, the, no, yeah, uh, Stephen the, Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Jeez, Stephen yeah. Colbert. Basically, uh, toward the end, he says, "You know, one of these final specials he did before he died." He says, "This is the special where George Carlin lost me." And mm-hmm. prior to this, he was talking very just flowery about how much yeah. he had an influence on him. And he says there was this one point where he was just so nihilistic that he just, you know, I couldn't go there with him. And it, and it wasn't, in fact, it's for me, it stopped being funny at that point and started being like, ooh, man, you're just, you want to watch everything burn. Yeah. And they don't hold yeah. back from any of that stuff. And they see, you get to see <clears throat> parts of his personal life. I never knew about any of that. No, his whole relationship with his wife, was yeah. first wife and, and. Yeah, I had no idea. Man, yeah, the, the, the uh, roller coaster that those two went through. Holy cow. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it's insane stuff. It's really, really good. And his, I like the Stephen Wright interview for some reason. I yeah. That was great. Yeah, especially when he's talking about, you know, you've got uh, Rembrandt up here. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you're, you're, <laughs> he's great. He's great. But he's I'm, like a thousand years great. old now, but he's just freaking great. I love him. How does he have such a nice house? What's, what's, what did, uh, what's Stephen Wright done in the last several years? Or was he just good with his money? I, I think, think he, he was he good with his money. Uh, he, wrote, his money. he wrote some things. He oh, was a writer on, um, oh, I forget. I don't remember anyway, either. He got, he got, he got some, uh, he got some residuals coming. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, that right. makes sense then. I'm trying to find his freaking. IMDb profile and see what he's done lately, but oh, here he is. Uh, he is. Um, let's see. He oh, he's still oh, he narrates some new thing called Chillin' Island. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's, boy, if there was anybody you know who who needs no like, oh, I wonder who that voice is. Yeah, he was in. Uh, let's see. Oh, he was in that Horace and Pete thing that was well regarded yeah. right before uh, okay. what's his name got in trouble. A uh, whole bunch of other stuff. Anyway, I guess he's been busy doing things, but. Uh, I, I just love that he was in this at all. And 
to hear how no. they were all sh- sort of shaped and influenced by this dude was really fascinating. I loved all four hours of it. Could not highly, I couldn't recommend it more if you like documentaries and sort of biography-based stuff. Uh, his his story is fascinating. So yeah, I, it really is. I feel yeah. like this movie really uh, clearly draws a distinction between comedy fans and comedy students, mm. right? Mm. Like, I don't think I recommend it to people who just they like stand up. Like, oh yeah, I, no, I, this I, isn't I, for that. I, I, this is yeah. not about like the the trailer you played. Mm-hmm. This is not about that. No, but the trailer has a bunch of him just making jokes, and yeah, it's like if you're a student of comedy then this is really, really interesting because there, like Carlin was, uh, he was unique in his ability to sit down and write out an hour and, and rewrite it and edit it and tighten it and make this incredible script for himself and then memorize every word in every possible order. Right. And like, and then refine it and so forth. He was like, you know, like he was doing for stand up comedy, what like David Sedaris did for, uh, uh, novel comedy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this, this mm-hmm. thing that like other comedians just don't do. They just don't <laughs> like yeah. they, you know, they all write their jokes in advance, but like no one made it as, as strict as he did. And like, that's really interesting mm-hmm. to see and to see how the other, uh, successful comics, you know, uh, talk about that and what they, what they think of it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting. His transition from, you know, up, not uptight, but you know, suit wearing, kind of right. Danny K title style comic to like, I don't think this is me anymore. And then him just shedding that and then doing some of his most revolutionary stuff. It's really fun to watch the underpinnings of it. The stuff you don't hear about normally. And uh, it just reminded me how, yeah. how bad I felt uh, for stealing my stepdad's copy of class clown on vinyl when I moved out and went to college and I still have it over there in my, uh, Nice <laughs> in my record collection, but yeah, on vinyl, it's something you know. Comedy albums like that, you don't get in a buy it by the single kind of world, right? And mm-hmm. and yeah. you, you're lift, you're you're basically saying, well, I'll just go watch one of his streaming shows on HBO Max or one, you know, like a live show. It's like no, there's something to having to listening to a comedy album, a, a comedian's live album, and and not watching it as a uh, oh, now I'm watching the audience laugh, and now I'm watching. This his his stuff on stage was just so good. That's why I'm so mad so at well Bill Bill Cosby because that's that that was my teen years. I just sit and I listen to Cosby albums over and over and over. I had them memorized. Yeah, freaking love that stuff. And there's something more. You're right. There isn't like this weird intimate way of experiencing funny material just with a pair of headphones and a record player yeah. and nobody else around. Like there is something to that. And I feel like Carlin, those old Cosby albums, maybe even Eddie Murphy back then because it was such forbidden fruit for our generation, everyone's like, Oh no. My mom was like, that's not allowed in this house. No, Eddie Murphy. Right. What's, right. What's wild to me is that the album generation ended, uh, late two thousands, right? Like it was, mm-hmm. there yeah. were, it was still, there, there were still comics putting out albums that people bought as albums all the way up until, you know, streaming really just destroys it. And the last of them, the last of the great albums that, you know, went platinum and so forth were made by Dane cook, and I just find that so fascinating that Dane Cook now, because of his family issues, Dane Cook is sitting on TikTok streaming to 200 people, you know, like yeah. poor Dane Cook, it's just wild. You know? Well, his yeah. rise and fall, whatever. I mean, uh, they, these, these guys are still putting out albums, but you're right. They're no longer the, the circus tent that they used to be like, 
Mm-hmm. You know, but Bill Burr will put out a new special on Netflix, but it'll also make a record version of it. And those are streamable. You can get them on Apple Music or, you know, Spotify, other places. So it's not like it's not like comedy albums are dead, but they're not they're not the big moments that they were. No. You know, I mean, when you buy Eddie more. Murphy Raw and it was like, holy shit, look at this album cover. Oh my gosh, all that leather. Oh, he's gonna swear. It's gonna be great. Yeah. I had one more one more thought this thing brought up out of me, and I really want to express it. Um for all of his faults and all of his mistakes, uh, at the core of Howard Stern is uh, some really interesting philosophy about comedy. And I, I remember Howard Stern like 20 years ago saying over and over that he had a feeling that Jimi Hendrix dying young prevented us from finding out what a terrible person Jimi Hendrix would be as an old man. <laughs> mm, and like that, that sort of thing, like it sucks when people die young and the greats are, were robbed of what finding out what the greats would have done later in life. Mm-hmm. But that a lot of times old people are just not good, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And like, so Howard Stern was just like, he had all these ex- examples of like, sometimes you just basically, you don't want to find out what mm-hmm. you know what that person would have said and believed later in life mm-hmm. and i just thought of that over and over with with howard stern i'm sorry with uh, george carlin because mm-hmm. it just felt like george carlin uh he was changing a little bit here and there at different times in his life he would evolve a little bit yeah oh I'm yeah like, for sure that's what makes this fascinating because you know that his 70 plus whatever years what was he 72 when he died or something whatever something like it was that, yeah uh yeah. it was but like it was so yeah. marked by that it was like he is here for this time and then he's here for this time. And then in the times where they all thought he dipped and was out of favor yeah. was when he was going, going through all this personal introspection about being relevant again and then him finding a way to be relevant again. And it was usually just leaning into what he was and not trying to be something everyone else expected. And by the end, I don't know which series or which comedy special it was. It was an HBO one and it was toward maybe the last three he did. <laughs> yes. But man, that thing gets quoted more and talked about more and referenced more than almost anything I can think of when it comes to like dealing with modern culture. And if he was here today, mm-hmm. he'd still be doing that. That's, know, what, would, that's the point. The yeah. point is you don't know if he would still be doing that. Like, yes, there are people who are super, super consistent, right? Like watch all of David Letterman is he's all over Netflix. David Letterman is the same guy it, delivering the same kinds of jokes and reactions that he's been doing for 50 years. But like, you just don't know, like, what if, you know, George Carlin in, in elderly years went off the rails? Like, what if he, you know, became a Fox News viewer or whatever? Like, it's just you don't know. And that's interesting. That's a very interesting thing for mm-hmm. people who change over their over their lifetime. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, it's it's very good. HBO Max is where you're going to get it. Uh, highly recommend it. It again is called George Carlin's American Dream, and it's available now. Randy, what'd you bring? What do we got here? So I was hoping that Nicole would be here because this is something that you guys talked about uh, in a in its previous season uh, years and years ago. This is a this is a show that uh, it was very very good and then went on a multi year hiatus and is now back and it is better than it ever was. Uh, what you're about to hear are the two leads, the two ma- most main characters in the show. And they are t- in this new uh, first episode, they are talking to a new character to the show. So the, the in, in this new season, this show has brought in a new character and she is a bundle of tropes and she's also very interesting. And it's uh, yeah. So, 
that's right. what's what you got here. Here you go. Look, the subject of Isaac is obviously complex, but what she described needs to be addressed. Permission to speak freely, sir? Granted. You have a big problem. Go on. A whole lot of people aboard this ship are still angry that you reinstated Isaac. And I mean angry. I'm aware of that. And just about every member of this crew knows at least one person who died in the battle with the Kalon. And the number's usually higher. Friends. Colleagues. Family. And the fact that he just sits on that bridge every single day as if nothing happened is a kick in the teeth to every single one of them. You don't think he should have been reactivated? No. I don't. Even though he was also the one who saved us. Too little, too late. And on top of that, how do you know he isn't carrying some sleeper program just waiting to fire up and take over the ship? People are scared, Captain. Your crew is scared. It's heresy for a captain to admit something like this, but I don't know that you're wrong. I made this decision, and I'm still not sure it was the right one. But regardless of the ethical question, there's a more pragmatic reason that Isaac is still on board. We barely fought off the Kalon without losing our entire fleet. Next time, we might not be so lucky. Isaac is the only person who might be able to help us devise a potent enough defense that we can all feel secure again. And we'll have him to thank for that security? Will it be worth it? Dismissed. I think I better start working up a plan to improve morale. How? No clue. I'll organize a talent show if I have to, but we got to nip this in the bud. Man, that show, I feel like the Orville got serious. <laughs> it really did. It was, yeah. it was always serious. And uh, like I've watched a bunch of Seth MacFarlane interviews because he's out doing all the shows, right? And uh, like he points out over and over, it was always like this. It's just that they, you know, they were constrained by Fox to keep it to a time limit, right? Mm-hmm. And now, now they are free. They have, they're on Hulu and Hulu has given them money and set them free. Mm-hmm. So these new episodes are feature film length. Mm. And that's oh, really, that, oh, wow. yeah, that gives them that space to really have things like, uh, discussions about what they're doing instead of just showing you what they're doing. And, uh, he just, he's just like, the jokes are have always been there, but they've never been the point. Like the jokes, like he has this really, he has this really clear belief that uh, humor in a show like this should come from the, the ridiculousness of the characters in the situations mm. that the humor shouldn't come from them just spouting one liners. Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it does, it still does. Like I almost pulled a, a completely different clip cause I, there's a really funny joke in this first uh, new episode, but I, I decided that no, just, you need to watch it and you'll enjoy it when you hear it. Mm. Um, the second episode of this new series of the Orville is, uh, a completely different thing, right? It's a, a it's, it's almost a bottle episode, but it's really like, it's just, it's just a completely different thing. It's a standalone beginning, middle and end thing. And that's why I'm, I'm so excited about this. Like, I, I want to talk to you about it. I would mm. really like for you to be watching this right now so we can, uh, we can talk about it. Like it is the best sci-fi on TV right now. Wow. More, more than, uh, um, uh, the new Star Trek deal, the, what's it called? The, the strange new world. Strange new world. So, Yes, I and I'm and I'm saying that because Strange New Worlds has its own confinement, right? It has its own stuff that it has to it has to steer through. And like 
yeah, the uh, the Memento Mori episode of Strange New Worlds is an instant classic. Like it is stunning how good that episode is. Mm. But some of the episodes around it are like, oh right, yeah. So we have to we have to make sure that we're telling Spock stories and like I don't know if I really you know like if I really love this iteration of Spock and so on. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. like you can see how it it's not going to perfectly capture its audience. Whereas the Orville doesn't have any of that. The Orville mm-hmm. can do anything it wants. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it is. That's what it's trying to do, you know? Sure, sure. Well, I I mean, I'm still, I've seen the pilot and that's all I ever saw. So I, I know, you need to, you do need to go back to it because it's, it scratches the, 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 the itch, the vacancy left by TNG that uh, Discovery and Picard um, can't, uh, can't scratch. Mm. You know, it's, it's basically that, that, problem of the week solution of the week everything nice and shiny you know uh i need to just watch it why don't i binge that that seems good i should just binge it well you're binging you're binging barry season three which is what you should be doing first i am doing that yeah i am i am binging barry which barry of course i'm only two episodes in but as usual barry's amazing that's an amazing that's so good yeah Uh, by the way greenlit um, for fourth season so i'm very excited yes well i hope so yeah Yeah. oh did it end in a way that we need a fourth season okay we'll need it we'll need a fourth season for sure yes fair enough yes randy what were you gonna say so um yeah, that I just want to clarify. That was, of course, Seth MacFarlane, the show's uh, creator and main writer. And by the way, he always, in every episode, including the New Horizons episodes, he always credits John Favreau. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that John Favreau is on the horn every time, mm-hmm. <laughs> helping Seth MacFarlane with figuring out where these things are going. Mm-hmm. And there's other writers. Sure. Um, that uh, that was, uh, you know, his uh, second in command is uh, played by Adrienne Palicki. Oh, I love um, her. She is. I think I knew this. Uh, she is uh, as as amazing as ever, but the show doesn't really give her a lot of the emotional heft. Uh, it, it really focuses on some of these other characters, like uh, the doctor on the ship, played by Penny Johnson, is really the emotional heart and soul of this show. Mm. And uh, not only does the character get a lot of time, but the character gets a lot of story. And, it, and, you know, she's got two sons, two teenage sons on board and they went, they let them grow up by several years for, and with no explanation between <laughs> seasons and it's totally fine, mm. you know? Mm. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so like, uh, they, uh, they mentioned Isaac a couple of times. Isaac is their, uh, their Android their data. But- but yeah. but he's an he's an an android he comes from an android race of people he's not he's not a unique thing he's mm-hmm. one of a whole planet full of of scary androids and uh, that uh, that character is played by an actor named Mark Jackson who just nails this this thing that like where it's a it's it's an android talking to you we've all heard that no there's something about this particular guy that is just like mm, it's it's scary but it's interesting and it's like. He's, you know, he's emotion free, but he's got every now and then he says something that's just funny. And it's just, I don't know. There's, I really, really like that guy. Um, I'm, and, uh, I just need to watch it. Gosh, the new it. one, the new character, basically they, uh, the previous season ends in this massive battle and they, they end up with a, a new character. And I want to say the actress is Anne Winters and her job so far, this new one is just to be mad. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Angry or crazy? <clears throat> no, that's not. It's not Ann Winters. That's um. Oh, I can't. I can't. That's Elizabeth a, that's a uh, p- uh, p- Pontonio. That's it. 
I have no um, idea. No idea who it is. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember her name. <laughs> Ann Winters is a, another character entirely. Okay. Uh, but um, there, uh, this new character, <laughs> this new character just comes over from another ship. Yeah. And and like now she's a part of this crew, and they're like you know uh, it's it's a bundle of tropes like I said, but it's a it's a very interesting bundle of tropes because you can tell really thoughtful people are 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 talking about how do we how do we use what we know about writing and and directing shows like this to make this character interesting and fun and 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 intelligent without the bundle of tropes being too much like without you. Uh, feeling that and sure. and like they they're really nailing it they're just nailing it man well i'm excited to see it finally i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it you guys you finally do it yes. i'll bet i watch that before parasite i'll bet that happens i'll bet you i bet you do yeah I'll bet they'll both happen in 2025 but yep. you'll we'll watch yeah i'll be playing diablo 4 by then it'll be insane um all right hey uh randy good they stuff have, as always yeah one one last thing they have really good directors uh, on these episodes of the Orville, like Jonathan Frakes. You know? Yeah, he's great. We love him. And you can feel it. Like yeah. as you watch, if you, if you pay attention, you can feel the depth of direction, you know, where there are, I'm, I'm not going to say unusual, like camera angles, but there are interesting shots. Yeah. Interesting ways of, of hearing somebody when you're not seeing them necessarily. Or, or I, I don't know how to how to really explain it, but the direction in this thing is top notch. I, I really, I'm I'm actually kind of hoping that New Horizons uh, gets not some Emmy nominations because there's like, I want to I want to find out more about what's going on behind the camera. Well, there you go. I'm sure they will, and you get bonus content for every DVD release they ever do. If that is that still a thing, DVDs? DVD. Do we do DVDs? <laughs> nope. What was this? Twenty years um, ago? All right. Yeah. <clears throat> as, as I was saying a couple of weeks ago, the thing now <laughs> is to is to make bonus content and just put it right out on like YouTube or whatever. So you have you know you have like the studio's official podcast, and you watch you watch this episode and then listen to that. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that the Orville is really doing that. Not nothing like Paramount is doing that. Well, they may, uh, you know, maybe toward the end of the thing, they'll they'll do a bunch more of that as as things wind down. I don't know how many seasons they have planned, but uh, I don't know. I'm excited that it's even a thing. So well done. I hope, I hope people watch it and subscribe to Hulu and and like make make it uh, worth their time and money. Yeah, go check it out. All right, those are our recommendals today. Randy will be posting these later on his Twitter account at Randy Deluxe. You can also find it on our uh, our Discord, the uh, the Facebook uh, Tadpool group, all yeah. this business. So go check all that out. It's yeah, Randy and- Jordan, aka Randy Deluxe. Randy, any other final words before I cut you off? Yeah, film. Uh, okay, we're doing. <laughs> he was going to say something about film sack. He's right. It's this weekend. We're watching uh, something new. We're, we're not doing we're Warcraft. Seven Sun instead of. Um- Instead of Warcraft, Warcraft got pulled, so Seventh Son is the replacement. Netflix, right? I think. I think that's right. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, um, Julianne Moore. Uh, Something Dunaway sussed out. Yeah, and yeah. I have no never, idea. I'd never heard of this thing, and I'm surprised because it's got a decent cast. It looks like it was made well, and it's fairly recent. Yeah, and also I, kind of a train wreck is my understanding. So yeah. perfect for yeah. us. Very low, thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Oh yeah. man. All right. Well, I'm all. We're all in, uh, unless someone vetoes. We're, that's the thing we're doing. So watch Alicia for that. Alicia Vikander, 
who we really Oh, I like, like her. Yeah. Oscar winner, Kit, Alicia Kit McCann. Harrington, who was on the throne of games, I think, is something that he was uh, did before. Yeah. Digimon Hansu. Yeah. Like Digimon, uh, Digimon uh, Hansu. He's my, collect them all. You got to catch them all. Digimon Hansu. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he's my, he did my favorite uh, meme face in um, Guardians 1, where he goes, who? Looks who? at the camera goes, yeah. who? I love that. Yeah. Amazing. All right. That's it. Uh, big thanks, everybody, for being a part of the show, especially patrons. I got a couple of new guys to mention here. Marco and Douglas, who signed up in the last couple of days. You guys are awesome. Be like Marco and Douglas and sign up today at patreon.com slash TMS and reap the benefits of a poorly thought out pricing structure that screws us royally. But it doesn't matter. We're here for it. Genie's out of the bottle. <laughs> Take advantage of it. Right. It's fine. Yeah. We don't care. Do it. A dollar a month it's is all you have to, to pay. Too late to stop now. That's to right. Change, change uh, direction. We're now. just going to lean into it, and you guys can, you know, you're the winners in this scenario. We're not, but yeah. it's enough. So get out there and do it. Uh, Frogpants.com/slash/tms for everything else. Brian's play a song and get out of here. What do you got? Okay. Well, Mush Potatoes wrote in and said, uh, "Hey, Scott and Brian, here's a suggestion to play. Whenever you have an open spot, being a geriatric millennial, I was coming of age when songs like Hey Jealousy' by the Gin Blossoms were on heavy rotation on the radio. It was a fine song, but as I got older, I discovered that I was a fan of pop, punk, and emo, although not a fan of the skinny jeans that were associated with that genre. <laughs> In 2016, the two collided when Bowling for Soup covered Hey Jealousy' on the Drunk Dynasty album. I'm convinced that the Gin Blossoms would have been a fantastic pop band, pop punk band, if they hit the scene a decade or two later than they did. Signed, Paul, aka Mush Potatoes. Nice. It's funny. I thought this was a birthday related one, but it's not. It's just a, you know, playing anytime. So sure. here we go. It's anytime, Paul. Uh, here is your request. This, uh, like you said, from the Drunk Dynasty album from 2016. Here is Bowling for Soup covering Gin Blossoms. Hey, jealousy. See you guys tomorrow.
shape for driving And anyway, I've got no place to go And you know it might not be that bad You were the best I'd ever had If I hadn't blown the whole thing years ago This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I'll be in the cafeteria selling smokes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 